I would say old school reggae is my jam. Old school reggae? Old school reggae all the day. All day, every day. You just be chilling. See, I wasn't really it. raised on that. Yeah, I can see how 90s R&B is your vibe. It was my vibe. It's more of a slow I ain't know what I was singing. Didn't know what I was talking about. Do we Didn't know near love. <laughs> Didn't know bumping and grinding was a thing. But. <laughs> Do we ever know? No. We just be singing that shit and be like, mm, mm, mm. Feel a little poke coming through. I was like, I was singing that. Are you serious? Our parents think it's the damn music. They were like, yes, yes, girl, sang. Right. It was it was mostly my aunties. My aunties had me like that. Being raised in that Christian home, Mm -hmm. I couldn't have all of that. That's right. I had Tupac. I had um, um, mystical album. I had. Uh, the Hot Boys album, all of them got thrown in the trash when she found them. So I couldn't even do, I couldn't oh. even vibe to them like I wanted to. Oh, damn. I remember making CDs, remember that? We making the little CDs and rewinding and, and trying to stop it right there so you can put it back on there, the tapes and stuff. Yeah. The tapes and CDs yeah. and kids trying and to copy your and... friend's CDs so you can make your own little mixtape. I mean, the kids will never know. They don't know. They'll they don't know. know nothing about that. They don't know. Uh, that was good times though. Even though the struggle was there, it was it good was times. Jazz. It was good times. Oh, when the guy gave you a CD to listen to. Yeah. This is from my heart. Oh my God. Stop. <laughs> Write down a little playlist. What damn heart? What damn heart you got? I used to be like, oh, okay. Uh, okay. Listen. Uh, okay. But the heart. Yeah, that's my vibe though. Welcome back to another episode of So Problematic. This is your girl, Cece. And Jay. And we're back with another episode this week. Um, how was your week? It was a week. It I was a week. I say that I'm alive and I'm looking forward to Easter. That sums up my whole damn week. Uh, I'm alive. I'm I see you, you got um, baby girl some nice cookies and yes. making her basket for her. Easter is my zhuzh. I think... Yeah, Easter is my shit. I think it's. I like the pastel colors. I, I do like, like the, the outside. I like the um, you know, the little dresses. Mm-hmm. Oh god, Easter's my thing. But um, I think this Easter is more like just laid back and really focusing on the reason mm-hmm. towards the Easter season. And it's just like, I would say the theme is just chill. Yeah, chill. Very chill. Chill. About your week. My week was okay. okay. Um. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll just say that it was very fulfilling, eventful, and yeah. It was a um, week. It was a week. It was, a week. it was definitely a week. Yeah. Not to go into more details about it, but yeah. And I almost quit my job about five times. Maybe once a day. <laughs> I think once a day I'd be quitting my job in my head. I'm, in the, I'm looking for another one, though. For real, for real. I don't blame you. Yeah. If you feel like that's your, that's your time to definitely move forward, you got to move forward. Mm-hmm. You can't stay mm-hmm. stagnant. And speaking of moving forward, not staying stagnant, we are still in Women's Month. It's still March. March is still the month of women. Um, it's so crazy because in the beginning of March, everything was like, 
women, here we are, let's war, blah, 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 blah. And towards the end of March, we tend to die down on things. Mm -hmm. But no, we're not doing that. No. Since we're still in the month of March, we're going to be hitting on some heavy topics about women. Yes. And our bodies. Yes. Um, Much as we like the shits and giggles, and y'all know we be with the shits and the giggles. Right? um, We got to get a little serious with this podcast today. Mm -hmm. And this one is because as women, we put everybody before us. Our yes. husbands, our men, our children, Ugh. even our dogs and our cats. And, and our some cats. People. Yeah. And sometimes you got to step back and know that if you're not driving the boat in a healthy manner, the whole boat will go down. Mm-hmm. So this podcast is definitely called Birth Control Versus My Body. Yes. And we're going to talk about wellness checkups for women. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, what is birth control? To, to prevent yourself from getting pregnant, pretty much. Pregnant. Different forms, obviously. Oh, my gosh. I never but. realized how much freaking forms of birth control there is. Yeah. You know, just to name a few, because there's a million. Mm-hmm. They have the implant that goes in your arm, mm-hmm. um, a small implant. It's four years. They have, you know, tubular ligation or tying your tube, which is forever. Mm. They have vasectomies, which is... Still a form of birth control because men get it done. It's still considered birth control. Yes, men need to be up on that. I'm yes. trying to tell you. And that's where they they cut the tubes of where the sperm comes to mix with the semen. Mm-hmm. They cut that little tube so the semen comes out, but there's no sperm involved in it. Yeah. Um. You got the patch. You change that weekly. Put on your arm. Yeah. You have the female condom that you insert into your vaginal area. Mm-hmm. You have the male condom, which we all know. Um, they have the birth control shot, which is every three months, of, mm-hmm. which you call the depot shot. You know, they have the birth control pill, which is very commonly used, mm-hmm. you know, that releases, you know, I'm hoping I'm saying it's right, progestin and estrogen into your body. Yeah. Um, and they also have the IUD, which is a T-like shape, um, little plastic item. That you insert into your <laughs> vaginal area. Vaginal area. And How far does that shit go up? We gotta get into oh, that. Lot. Okay, but there's anyway. two of them. There's the copper, which is Paragon, which is very popular, 10 years. Mm-hmm. Then they have Lithia, Marina, and Skyla, which is three to seven years. Um, and you know, Paragard has no no um no hormones, mm-hmm. but the rest of them do. Mm-hmm. And so those are all the different types. Of... Don't forget the pull-out method. There is a pull-out method. Yes, there is. Or a pull-out you could just method. keep your ass from having sex That's and just right. be abstinent. That's right. Those are the two cost zero, um, <laughs> and those are the two best methods to avoid. <laughs> well, not the pull-out. Not the pull-out. Abstinence is the best way to avoid having anything happen. You know. Yeah. But the withdrawal, you know. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's the most shaky way. Mm-hmm. The most, it costs you nothing, but it might cost you everything. What? So, I'm telling you. But yeah, so my I think my experience with birth control has been good and bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just name a few that I've tried. I've tried the patch before, okay. and the patch was fine um, up until for me and my hormones, it was causing blood clots. Okay, that, that's a constant symptom actually of it. It's it really, clots. yes. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't gain any weight. My appetite was fine, all of that. But for me, it was mostly like the blood clots that I could not stand. So when my period came, that's what was happening. And for mm-hmm. me, it was like, oh, hell no. I stopped it immediately. 
never tried the shots. I'm too afraid mm. to get shots. No, I don't even like needles like that. So for yeah. them to be shooting me up in my arm all the time, that's a no go for me. Yeah. Gotcha. And, gotcha. And obviously the pill, which I'm okay with the pill. Mm. Low, um, low, um, what do you call it? Hormones. So for me, the pill has always been my go-to. I can remember to take the pill. For me, I, I know mm. a lot of people say, I can't remember. I keep forgetting. But mm. I once I set my alarm every day mm-hmm. and I carry my pills with me everywhere I go, um, just in case I'm out and about, that's what I would take is the pill. The pill. Yeah. Now, as far as like maybe side effects, um, really, really wasn't no side effects. I think the only side effect that I probably experienced with the ones I had before I switched the brand mm. was a yeast infection. Okay. okay. Now, some of them I do here because I think the hormones was too high for me. Yeah, they do cause that. So, yeast infection was like, eh, no, I'm good. Gotcha. Okay. So, okay. Um, yeah, I stopped it. Okay. For me, I mean, I did abstinence till I was 24 and got married. So, mm-hmm. that was my main. I didn't, I didn't have sex till I was 24, y'all. And I got married. Um, That's amazing, though. Girl, yeah, I didn't, I, didn't, yeah, I didn't have sex at all. So, that worked perfectly. Did you think about it? I mean, you can't miss what you don't have. Like, you've never done it. You was so curious? No. You didn't know what, like, when you watch shows, hear it was like, people oh. talking about it. Or nothing like that. I don't know because I, I, I think I just cut it off from my mind. I just told myself, when you get married, you do it. And I was like, all right, you know what? When I get married, I'll just get it done. It was never an interest either. It was just like I was so focused on trying to go to school, trying to get things done. And then when I met the, my ex-husband, then it was like, oh, okay, well, now that we're together and we might be getting, we're getting married, then okay, well, I guess we should be having sex, right? So it was out of sight, out of mind. People are like, how can you think? If you don't do it, you don't know what you're missing. Mm-hmm. Like now that I've had it and been in that predicament, been in that situation of having sex, now it's like not having is like, oh shoot, yeah, I know what it's like. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. so you do tend to miss it or think about it. But before then, hell no. Nah. But mm-hmm. after that, it was when I got married. It was the pullout method, the withdrawal method, and that mm-hmm. literally worked for three years until you know. One drunken night on somebody's birthday, Mackenzie was conceived. And it was like, <laughs> and she was conceived on a drunken night on a birthday. Because if it was a drunken night, she would not have been here because we were heavy on that. But then also pull out method involves you tracking your cycle and ovulation. Yeah. So I did that I, I too. tracked my ovulation, my cycle, and knew that we were mm-hmm. not having sex this week or this particular day. But now that I am. To prevent <laughs> from getting pregnant? That's what you were pregnant. doing? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it worked for three and a half years. Um, and what's so funny is shit, I wasn't counting nothing. I was on that shit like right on right. Pull out method was just a pull out method, it, and I was on it. We w- we had our fingers crossed. That was it. When I got when I conceived <laughs> her, when I looked at the actual calendar, it was day of ovulation. If I would have realized that that night, I'd have been like, "Yeah, homie, got wait till tomorrow." Mm-hmm. Nope, day of ovulation. That girl done said, "Oh, I'm gonna get this damn egg today." So she done came on. Now, um, I'm not good with pills. I'm not good with the shot. Yeah. I'm not good with a lot of things. For me, I'm a set it set it and forget it girl. Okay. I have to have something that's low maintenance. And so for me, I figured and I chose to take the IUD. Mm-hmm. Where I had to get over the fact that something's in my body for years. 
But, yeah. you know, for me it was, oh, it's up there? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I don't got to think about it for seven years? Mm. Give me that. Give me that. So I've got the IUD put in where, um, you know, it's very effective. Mine's is lithia, lithia, and it's seven years. So my car literally says 2028. That's when I got to take it out. And once I take it Damn. out, give myself about a good old two days and put that little one back up in that thing. Let's, it up. Oh, I get that. And and we do this because we're preventing ourselves from getting pregnant. Yes. But let's roll back to when the the men, because I almost called them the N-word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's roll back to where the men need to go ahead and do what they need to do so that they can stop having all these babies with these women. I agree. I think men need to put a condom on. If you don't want to put a condom on, you got to get a vasectomy. And that was a big topic of me. They with have my, to start making sacrifices. With my ex-husband, because he literally said to me while I was in the hospital after having a C-section was, why didn't you get a, why didn't you get your tubes tied? And y'all, I'm in a freaking divorce right now. So y'all can imagine how I'm so happy I didn't do that shit. And I would tell any woman, if you're second guessing getting your tubes tied, then don't do it. Yeah. Because my doctor even said to me, do you want to get your tubes tied? And I hesitated. And she said, no. Mm-mm. She said, because women who get their tubes tied are like hell to the, f- yes, it tied is, is off. It is reversible, but it costs more money. It costs more money, and it depends on which one you're doing. And vasectomies are reversible, too. Did you know that? Yes. Clamping is reversible, but it does damage to your tubes. Yeah. It still clenches your tube, makes you hard to have a baby. Yeah. Burning, cutting, getting rid of, that is not reversible. And if you reverse it, it's still a low chance. Vasectomies in men... It's just one little tube. It's literally an in and out procedure. You mm-hmm. cut it, stitch it. You do got to go back to check your sperm count. Make sure your sperm is not in your semen. Yeah. You do go back to check that. Um, and I looked into that for my ex-husband. God said to him, why don't you get a vasectomy? And men, if you don't want to have any more kids and you're adamant about that, then get a vasectomy. Yeah. Because it's not fair to say, oh, women must do this. Our bodies take enough after having a kid. Yeah. Your body don't do shit after you push that child put a child in there listen so I, I still feel my epidural in my back every now and then of course i ain't got time for that of course it's sitting in there. if i'm too cold and i'm over here shivering what i feel in my back the epidural that epidural that fat yeah when i'm yeah. cramping and my back is hurting and my stomach is hurting and no that that stuff hurts our body like we already going through enough mm-hmm. we ain't got time for that y'all can go do what y'all need to do y'all don't want no more kids Make it happen, Captain. Period. I agree. And that's on Mary had a little lamb. I agree. Because, you know, there's pros and cons to birth control for women. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is the pros is, yes, you prevent pregnancy. It may cause lighter or no menstrual cycle. Yeah. And even some of them decrease your acne. But the cons is nothing protects you against STDs but a condom. That's it. Nothing. Let's be very clear on that. Mm-hmm. Nothing will protect you against STDs but a condom. Um, the IUD can fall out. What? Yes, you can. Or what about that picture where the baby had the IUD in, in his hand? <laughs> now, let me tell you, IUDs, it can fall out. That's why literally when you get it put in there, um, I have to go back for my six-week checkup to ensure that it's still in place. Mm-hmm. So after six weeks, you got to go back and get checked up. And they teach you how to put your finger in your vaginal area to, to check, check to make it. sure it's still there. Um, so you do got to check and make sure you're still there. You okay. can feel the string. I got a question. Mm-hmm. This is going to go into... So when you're having intercourse and he's big, he can. Some of them can feel the string. They can feel it. They can feel the string. Can they move it? Can they pull it out? Can, no, it like, doesn't come out. Niggas be having hooks. So let's talk about that. No, the hook can't take it out. The hook cannot take it out. And it might, might, 
my guy know was like a lot of men be on some I moved the the the, the um I moved the IUD and she's like that's bullshit. She's like that no he ain't moved no damn IUD. She's like, but they, they can feel, feel the string because they can feel the string. They feel like they move in your IUD. Okay, the string is always gonna be oh. it's there because they have to they have to cut it to where you can still feel it with your finger to know it's in place. Okay, but so a man might feel it, and if you got a problem with that, tell him to go carry a baby for years, for months, mm-hmm. and have a baby because, um, sir, or you better focus on the feeling. Put a condom on. Exactly. Period. Um, so yeah, somebody moved it. No, the string is there. You could feel the string. Okay. It's right there sitting. Yeah. Um, and when they cut it, hit these damn big scissors and they cut that shit in your vagina. Mm-mm. It's hilarious. Just like cutting a string off of just a like, um, just, a tampon? Just like that. <laughs> Literally. But you know, when they put the IUD in there, they open you up like a um scaffold. They they put the pap smear the pap smear scaffold thing. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they crank it up. You're just sitting there, and they have to measure your uterus. Um, it's some intense-ass cramping for three months. For three minutes, I mean. Oh, And you're just shit. sitting there. Say three months. And these cramps are just running over your body. You see what we got to go through? And I'm, I was laying there like, did I really want this junk in my vagina? Do I really want to take my vagina? And by the time I could really tell her, hey, you know, doc, it was already in there. Mm. You know, they take it in, and you really do feel it going in. You feel pressure. You feel pressure. You feel the pressure, feel the pressure of it going. Tick. She pulls it out, and she's like, I got to cut the string. Click, and then after the string is cut, they do an internal ultrasound okay. where she had to make sure that it was properly in place um, okay. to block, you know, it out. I did the um, the ring. Maneuver ring. Take Maneuver it out. Ring. Put it back in. Er, yeah. You take it out that week that you're supposed to get your cycle. Yeah. And then you start fresh that Sunday and all that other stuff. That actually wasn't that bad for me. Yeah. I don't think bad. I really had blood clots, yeah. nothing like that. I, I did try different forms of birth control. Mm. Um, I don't really know why I stopped the Nuvarine. Hmm. Interesting. I don't mm. know why I stopped that one. But yeah, so I don't know. But I just feel like we shouldn't do all the work. But if, if you feel as though you want to protect yourself mm-hmm. and cover yourself because you're not in a marriage or a committed relationship or... Just to be on the safe side, because who knows? Men yeah. out here are trying to get some girls pregnant these days. Girls got to protect themselves. So you have to protect you. yourself, you which is understandable. So yeah. um, definitely do your research. Find out more information. Talk to your doctor about mm-hmm. what type of birth control it's she suggests for you. For yes. you. She is obviously inside yeah. your vagina, knowing what you no, got everything. going on in there. And she's going to recommend what she thinks. And if it doesn't work out, try another method. Keep going until you figure out what's what best for you. you. Yes. And check your insurance, people. Check your insurance. Your insurance, yes. Because, baby, I mean. Um, they cover these things. M- mine's, my IUD is $1,500. It was $1,500. Hmm. And when I left the appointment, they were like, okay, well, all we need is $5 copay. And I was like, $5? So, you know, instead of paying fifteen hundred, I only pay five dollars, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Five dollars, and I'm done. And you See? know, so check your insurance because you could be like me, going in there thinking you paying fifteen hundred, yeah. which I wasn't gonna pay that, but finding out, hey, it was five dollars, and you got no pregnancy for seven years. So you know, yeah. 
think about it. You gotta check and your, even if you don't insurance. have insurance, they mm-hmm. have there's clinics, clinics. everywhere mm-hmm. that can either put you on a program, mm-hmm. put you on an effective cost type of um very true, you know, method. Very true. Um most of the time pills is low the lowest cost, I very think, fat. in my opinion. Um, but if you don't if you're not consistent with pills, they will suggest other things and try to help with your budget, like these mm-hmm. clinics and stuff. And so. if you have like anything through the Obamacare, like um, the marketplace, yeah. birth control is covered. No matter what plan you have, yeah, you, it's it covered. So it's considered family planning. Yeah. And due to Obama, he set the law that two allegations are like low cost of free, mm-hmm. um, as well as birth control is considered little to no cost to be owned free. Look at me, five dollars, y'all. So I'm gonna tell y'all, um, <laughs> check it out. And speaking of that, this mm-hmm. all plays into wellness checkups. Now, mm-hmm. ladies, this is a big deal because for me, I told myself going through divorce and ending divorce and all that that I was gonna look into getting checked up. Yes. Meaning, a lot of us goes years without getting any checkups. Mm-hmm. Um, and these checkups help to prevent and screen for any medical issues mm-hmm. that we don't even know about. Now, what kind of checkups I'm talking about? Like me, I told myself I'm getting everything checked up this year, as well as, you know, making sure I'm good. Yeah. Um, one is dental, making sure you're getting your cleanings. If you got mm-hmm. teeth that need to be repaired, um, you know, get it done, repair them. Go on a I am personally doing a dental plan. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of work to get done. So for me, I know dental wise. My work might take a year to two years because I'm getting things done, fixed, and it's, co- it's really costly. Yeah. So I'm going as I go to pay for it, but I want to get it done because that's my health. Yeah. You have um, eyes, check your vision, go for screenings, fix any issues that arise. I have cataracts. So for me, mm. I had to go every year. I was born with cataracts, born yeah. with it. So I have to go every year to make sure they're not progressing further. If they are progressing, I'll be looking for surgery. Listen, I got to be funny for a quick second. Ladies, get them eyes checked so you can see these through these niggas, like for real. <laughs> <laughs> there was a meme. We need, we need you to get your eyes checked so that you can see that when you trying to fall in love with a Derek, that you Indeed. gonna see that shit from a mile, mile away. away. <laughs> mile away, yo. This thing on Instagram, this meme said. Have you ever had to go back to like the first text message to week to see where a nigga fooled you at? I could have I died. I died. I was like, you know, she accurate. He be going back. Let me see what a nigga tried me, where he got me at. I'm trying to figure exactly. out how he got me effed up now. Y'all better get them eyes checked. Girl, it's you true. Better, you better see past that bullshit. Yo. I'm trying to tell y'all. Gosh, you know, and we talked before, vaginal gynecologist. Yeah, of course. You need to get the pap smear. Pap smear screens for ovarian cancer, HPV. Mm-hmm. Um, it checks for cysts, pelvic exams. Yep. checks for cysts. Getting an STD check. Y'all, I've been on a war path, and so is Cece. has been getting our doctor appointments in. I've gotten yes, every have. damn one. My eye exam is next week. Girl. Period, sis. Girl, I just finished my pap smear, my STD check clear on all that mm-hmm. you know got the iud to put in for for future you got to check these things because let me tell you they sneak mm-hmm. up on especially in your 30s yeah yeah sis get it done get it done please just go ahead and pray to god while they entering your vagina and scooping the hell out of it that's all you gotta do that's it that's really it get them tests rolling get them out and i would say the most important mm-hmm. is medical and blood work yeah listen physicals are easy you go in there take your weight 
I know a lot of women are scared that that's gonna tell them to lose weight, but you already know you gotta lose some damn weight. So why are you scared of that? Mm-hmm. We already know that. They're gonna mm-hmm. say it because every doctor's gonna say it. I'm 135, I'm five two. Y'all see how fit I am. Doctor's still gonna tell me, well, you should be at 115. I'd be like, no, I don't, but I hear you stop. I do it all the time. I'm like, no, I don't, but I hear you though. Right. Not being rude, but that's not what I'm gonna do. You know, but you need to get checked out because you need to have a primary yeah. doctor's so when a problem arises. They can do your prescriptions for you. Yeah. When you have no primary doctor, you can't even go into urgent care and shit. You got to go to your primary doctor. You got to mm-hmm. build a relationship with a doctor who knows your body and, and really follows you. I Blood can't blood. lie. I, know, I didn't have a primary doctor for a long time. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the importance of having one. I felt like as long as I was getting my pap smears, as long as I was mm-hmm. seeing my dental, as long as I was seeing my vision, I was good. Good. Not until like, you know, obviously up until a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. um, like before Jacob, I was like, oh, primary doctors are important because when mm-hmm. you have certain questions or certain little things that come, come up, up, you need to be able to talk to your primary doctor mm-hmm. to go ahead and get that done, get those prescriptions. Yep. Like, That's very true. Yeah. Stop, I've learned stop that. Stop treating your gyno as your primary. Yeah, your gyno ain't your primary, sis. <laughs> Let me tell you about that. That is, that's freaking fact. I ain't gonna that's lie. I used fact. to do it. Freaking fact. Yo, y'all, y'all, that's so much, that, that that's the facts of life. And my what? gyno don't, don't play that. I went on a mission to find all black women doctors because I feel like black women for black women work because she knows my body. Mm-hmm. After it, and my doctor, my gyno, Doctor, her first name's complicated, but her last name is Dejean, and she works at Vocal Women Medical Health. Well, I'll, I'll link it on our page. Yeah, she's freaking amazing. I saw her walk in the office. Homegirl had the afro twist out. I was like, you get it, because to be honest, a lot of times black women do go down in the gyno, gyno and the OB world because yeah. you know we can't identify who, who who's helping us in our mm-hmm. bodies. So I have all black and the ratio providers. they know the history. I'm sure that majority of these black doctors are researching our black kind mm-hmm. our black women so mm-hmm. i'm sure she's had she's having more history and knowing the history behind our like the ratio of how many miscarriages our black women are having she did or the you know like I they know our her. history mm-hmm. so i feel as though definitely look mm-hmm. into it i love her because First thing she said when she saw my hips and then she did an internal ultrasound after the mm-hmm. IUD was put in, she was like, oh, you have a very small pelvis, but your hips are very big and that's common to African-American women. Yeah. I love that shit yeah. because right there and then she wasn't like, well, why are you looking? Why your body? It you. was relatable. So I have all black providers. Mm-hmm. I went out of my way to search for the women. I literally searched for black women. That's just me because I want to make sure that who I'm seeing you got to know what's up with my body. And yeah. To be honest with you, I do have my I do have white providers, but usually they're like my eye doctors. I don't really care. But if you're going in my body, yeah, gotta be black. For for me, for me, for you. Um, blood to work, each his own. Exactly. Blood work is important because mm-hmm. some things doctors can't see it all. Your blood tells you everything. Your what diseases are in your body. It can, it tells you your organ tissue health. Yeah. Detect organ issues. Your Gyno is not your primary doctor. Cece said that is so funny because a lot of us treat them like they are. I they did. cannot go I past. Did. They can't go past vaginal health. Mm-hmm. Your doctor is supposed to help you with your UTI, not your gyno. FYI, mm-hmm. y'all. Your gyno does vaginal and babies. It's the OB. Your doctor primary mm-hmm. does your, you know, UTIs mm-hmm. as well as 
um, your primary for me, I learned the importance of a primary because when I had that tonsil issue, I had nobody to call. Mm-hmm. And it was like, who do I call to get a prescription? I had no primary doctor. Mm-hmm. Your primary doctor is for any problem. Sore throat, call your primary. Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of these specialists ask you, did who's, you your, who's your primary? primary? Did you see your primary? There you go. They always ask you, so who's your primary? Even when I got my, my um, allergy testing for my sinuses and all of mm-hmm. that stuff, they was like, who's your primary? And I looked at them like, Oh shit! I ain't got no primary. What you talking the, about? Yup, they want to know who you seeing. Your they primary need... is the one that's gonna help diagnose your issue and mm-hmm. then send you to your specialist. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they can handle it from their office. From their it office. all depends whether you're spending extra money that's to very a specialist. True. Very true. So I I realized the importance of having a primary. Very after true. All of that. And the last but not least, therapy, counseling, mental health, of wellness checkups. Now y'all. Go for all these we're saying, check with your insurance. You're not paying insurance for no reason. Mm-hmm. For me, my therapy sessions were $30 a session. So I was going once a week or once every two weeks. Well, with my new insurance this year, she called and informed me that mine's is now $5 mm-hmm. a session. So I'm basically paying $5 for an hour of therapy. So we increased it to two times a week, which is still literally $20 less than I was paying. So I would definitely say you have to yeah. do your therapy sessions just to help with mental health, your check-ins, you're working through trauma, stress, pain, and healing. Yeah. You know, especially for your mom, wife, all these things, big life changes. Mm-hmm. You know, you definitely have to work through. Even if every day you think you're okay, you should definitely check in. Yeah. You know, and go through your insurance because I would have never known that I'd be paying $5 instead of 30 you know, and come on i mean five dollars y'all five literally i'm spending spending forty dollars a month to see somebody twice a week yeah to get my together just my mind right and stay on the course i'm not bringing baggage to my new life so i like that each checkup is definitely important and as women we have to think about it now put it in order of importance i would say first and foremost for me i saw this i for me it was vaginal health (laughs) <laughs> then it was, I think a lot of y'all, me and my girl down there are best friends, you know. We gotta be. We got, we got each, we see each other. We see each other. You know, I call her the Fertile Crescent. So I was like, Fertile Crescent, you good girl? Yes, girl. Checking, I'm checking up this week. Okay. So for me, it was vaginal, which was gyno. My second for me was definitely medical and blood work. Because mm-hmm. I was like, y'all need to make sure my whole body and my blood is good. Yeah. And then third for me um, was my eyes. Because, you know, I have cataracts. And I knew for me, my dental would take a longer period of time. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. wanted to get everything else out the way so that when I'm when I did my dental, dental. I can do dental only. Yeah. Um, and when I say dental, it's because, yes, I don't have the best teeth. Like, some people cannot brush their teeth for, like, two days and their teeth are, like, perfect. Well, I inherited my father's teeth that Jamaicans call chalk teeth, mm-hmm. where every little thing breaks away my teeth. Like, mm-hmm. literally. I could be chewing ice or just chewing on gum and it would chip my teeth away. And I could floss and brush. And I spent so much money yeah. on dental products and nothing worked to the point where the doctor was like, you just get, you should get freaking all veneers. And, you know, my provider is amazing because he understands what I got going on. Yeah. And so He's for doing him, what's best for, you. for him, it's like, yo, no matter what you do, you could brush all day, every day, sis. You need to go ahead and just get some crowns put in so you can protect what you got underneath there with your regular teeth. You know what be bothering over me about time, this? They're all gonna go away. It'd be bothering me where they be like, you, you oh, you didn't floss in a while, huh? You been flossing? 
And I'd be like, listen, I'd be flossing, right? But y'all want me to bleed my gums. Yeah. That's what y'all want. Yeah. Y'all want me yeah. to sit there and, and really dig in there and bleed. And I'm flossing that. until I don't feel nothing coming out no more. I ain't got nothing to my teeth. Bye. So it's like when they like, oh, we need to floss more. That's the main thing. I'm like, well, what you want me to do? I'm be caring. Listen. You I don't... floss in the morning and I floss at night. If I ain't remember. getting it, then that's what you're there for, right? Listen, you got to remember, you're your biggest advocate Shit. with any of these providers. So much as they are, they go to school for this stuff, you're your biggest advocate. Mm-hmm. So for me, I literally went to a gynecologist who tried my soul, y'all. Mm-hmm. And I switched homegirl out for another gynecologist. Quick literally in a hurry. In a week. Okay, I got a pap smear that Monday, and my Put thing put in, in the following room. week. I was playing no game. No game. Because if I'm not feeling you- She got you, canceled fast. She got canceled real- She even called me apologize. I didn't think you would. No. You're your biggest advocate, y'all. Y'all need to advocate for yourselves at the end of the day. So if you want a dentist, forget him next one. There's a million dentists, a million eye doctors, mm-hmm. million gynecologists, million primaries- being, they're coming out of the, they're coming out of school every year. Yep. Advocate for yourself and move on. Yep. If you don't feel that vibe with that doctor, that dentist, or that eye doctor, next. Because there's gonna be one that's gonna take your your situation serious. Yep. For my dental and my eyes, I've come through a few. I had to find one that worked for me. Of course. Therapy as well. I've been to two therapists. Didn't like they asked and went somewhere else. The girl I got now, I could vibe with her. You know. So you advocate for yourself with yeah. anything. And it's it's multiple. Um website links community mm-hmm. um community sites that you can go on in your community that you're from look at all this stuff and stop being ashamed yeah. of looking a certain way to to people around you i don't give a damn i don't give a damn if you're mm-hmm. taking care of your mental health if you're taking care of your body yes your vision your dental the yes. way that your body needs it to be taken mm-hmm. care of mm-hmm. who the fuck cares that's your body right mm-hmm you're supposed to be living your best life right now. Oh, so true. Um, I don't care. If people be like, "Oh, you're gonna get, you're gonna STD check." Oh, baby, you better yes. believe that. I don't yeah. care. And yes, oh, you get your dental. Yes, cause I'm trying to take good vibes, you know, in the summer. And yes, I'm gonna get my damn pap smear. She got your handle HPV, no variant chance to be dead on y'all. Right. Listen, and therapy, yes. Y'all need to calm down check with that. Check on diabetes, man. girl. Check get it. the blood work done. Get the blood work done. What you scared of? It's either death or life. You better be choosing life. It is. I ain't gonna lie though. It is scary getting the test done because you just never know. That is true. What the results are. But you gotta know. Them but I feel as though if you're doing what's best for yourself at mm-hmm. the end of the day, it's only gonna go one way or the other. This is how I see it. For me, the dentist is very scary because I know my teeth and I know that I hate dealing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I. This is how I cope with that. Was if you don't get it done, it's gonna get worse. Yeah. And I tell myself, mm-hmm. as long as you're moving forward with something, yep. you're good. Yep. Same thing with getting an STD test and getting the pap smear done. I was like, getting mm-hmm. anything. I don't remember getting anything. Right. I don't remember. Right. Anything. But in the day. Yeah. You be going back thinking, oh, girl, my, my coochie was itching that day, wasn't girl, it? Girl, who you telling? <laughs> I was like, do I have HPV or ovarian cancer? Did I get my period this week? Girl, <laughs> it's just nerve-wracking. <laughs> getting the results are nerve-wracking, even if you know you ain't got nothing. And it's like, yeah. but the thing is, either you know it's better to be in the know than to not know. Even mm-hmm. with blood work. And those if people you are there to know, help you. They're yeah. there to help you. So at the end of the day, who's who's there to judge you when they're trying to assist you and help you? That's what they went to school Very for. True. That's what they're helping you for. And that's what they say. Don't worry. We're going to work through this. They always say a good provider is going to say, this is your problem. This is what we got to do. Yeah. This is your issues. We're going to fix it and work through it. Yeah. And I always believe if you're not dead, you can repair anything going on in your life. 
Yeah. So get that blood work done, especially y'all. If y'all got diabetes, work on that. Reverse it. If you got high blood pressure, work on that. Reverse it. You have to know what you got to fix it. If you don't know what you got, you're going to die with that. And people always say, someone so died from this. They didn't even know they had it. How they know they had it? Mm. Not getting work done. COVID should have taught y'all that. People were dying from COVID that had underlying issues. They didn't know about yeah. until they were dying that's and facts. dead. That was facts. And that's facts, y'all. Y'all know that. Mm-hmm. People were like, they caught COVID, but why they die? They had issues they had no idea they had. Yeah. And this was a test of people of not getting their blood work done. Mm-hmm. If you knew what you had, you take better precaution. So coming out of COVID, y'all need to take it more serious. Get yeah. the blood work done. If you got diabetes, work on that. And know, wear your mask, sanitize. But people were literally dying and being like, how did she die? And then you'd hear, oh, you know, she had that. Mm-hmm. You didn't know about it. Come on now. Y'all better check them breasts. Bre- girl. Check them stomach pains. Check everything. Check everything. You them know? lumps in your arms and all of that. Check that type you of know? stuff because you don't know what it could be. My brother this week, is he went, he had, he's in the hospital right now because of the fact that he went to the doctor for his checkup mm-hmm. after we hounded him to do it. And... Um, they did an EKG, they did a they did heart test. He said he had chest pain, went to the doctor with it, and they sent him straight to the hospital this week. Because mm-hmm. they said it's not coming out, it's not a good result from the EKG machine. Yeah. He went in the hospital, and they kept him because they were like, yo, this is not, not equaling up yeah. at all. So they're keeping him now to do run tests, but how would he have known until you go in and get checked? See, so that's, you know. that's another thing, because my dad used to do that. When you feel something and you think you could cure it with some ginger ale mm-hmm. or a BC or some soup yeah. or whatever, just because that's how your parents dealt with it and that's how you grew up, sometimes that's just not the case. Not sometimes the case. you really do need to go to the hospital to get checked up on yes. or go to your primary or go to a clinic. Yes. Whatever you got to do. Sometimes those symptoms is what you really need to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. I know somebody who were, who passed away on just thinking that he just wasn't feeling good. Mm-hmm. And and the next morning, nobody heard from him. He had died in his room alone. Gone. A lot of times. From having a minor heart attack and uh, stuff like attack. that. Like, me, I'm just like, nah, sometimes if I feel it's, it's a little bit off too much than yeah. a normal, like, stomach cramp or whatever, I'm like, nah, it's time to go to the hospital. Let's go. go. You gotta go. You know? Very so. true. We do it for our kids very fast. We always do it for our kids. We do it for our spouse. We we say, go, babe, go, babe. Yeah. For women, you got to do it for yourself. We gotta, you got to start taking care of yourself. Definitely. And a therapist is needed regardless Oof. because sometimes when you're dealing with just being a mom all the time, a wife, a sister, a friend, a daughter, you have so many roles already that you need someone to release it upon rather than your family. Get that therapist, boo. Express mm-hmm. yourself, get it out, and rather than keeping it in, I'm learning that now. It took me a long time to get there, but it is needed. Like to just say what's on your mind to someone who can just understand you and listen to you mm-hmm. rather than judge you or you hold it in and keep it in until it explodes. Mm-hmm. Get that mental health in check, sis. Get it done, y'all. So we want to hear more from you guys about. We do. What type of contraceptives do you use? Mm-hmm. Um, what hasn't worked for you? What has worked for you? What symptoms you've had? Um, you know, and also like, let's talk more wellness and stuff. Like, what do you, 
you know, what are you doing for your mental health? Are yes. you seeing all your doctors? Are all your doctors black women or are they not? Why not share with us? Exactly. You know, we want to know as well, if you weren't birth control and still got pregnant, tell us that story. Please. We, we want to hear, hear it. that story. <laughs> Your baby came out with the damn IUD. Uh, Let us know. <laughs> and when it comes to checkups, you know, we want to know. Um Who's your favorite provider? You know, we all got favorites. Who's your yeah. favorite provider? And we also want to know... And your experiences with bad providers, too. Yeah, what's your experience with bad providers? And what, you know, what are you doing in 2021 mm-hmm. to really help your full body wellness? Let us know. Keep us in the loop. Because you know we love y'all. We are problems. <laughs> exactly. And we'll see y'all in the next episode. Bye! Bye.